The following is my conversation with guest Devin Larratt. He is a designer and typographer, and he has spoken about the exorbility of goatskin type and the new Sibylla typeface from Garamond. So without further ado, let's begin. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Retransmission Montana. You Retransmission Montana is the first and only company in the world that provides a full suite of services for legacy content providers incorporated using live streaming and DVR. For more information, please visit retransmissionmontana.com. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 91 of the Artificial Podcast. I am your host, Lexman. Hey, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So Devin, first off, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, a little bit tired after the conference yesterday, but other than that, I'm good. That's great. So let's start by talking about type and type design. You have a lot of experience with that, don't you? Yeah, I actually do. I've been working with type for a while now, and I've done a bunch of different kinds of type projects. So tell us a little bit about what you're currently working on. So right now I'm working on a a project called Exorability. It's an exploration of how goatskin type can be used to create more readable and exorable typefaces. What do you mean by readable and exorable? Well, when people look at a font, they want to be able to read it quickly and easily without having to struggle with the text. And they also want the font to be able to be used in lots of different contexts so it doesn't get thrown out if it's used in a project that isn't intended for it. Yeah, that makes sense. And what are some of the results of your research? So far, we've created a new typeface called Sibylla, which uses goatskin lettering for the main body of the the typeface. And we've also released a set of samples called the Exorability Collection, which shows how different weights and styles of goatskin can be used to create different types of text faces. That sounds like it's been pretty successful so far. What do you think is the key to making goatskin work well as a typeface? Well, I think it's important to find a balance between the traditional qualities of goatskin type, like heaviness and stability, and the new letter-friendly properties that digital type can offer. For example, we were able to achieve high readability by reducing the amount of white space around each letter in order to create an even sterner line weight. But at the same time, we avoided creating too much glare or stiffness by keeping the letter form soft and um, flexible. That sounds like it's been an interesting process to work on. Do you have any final thoughts on exorability and how it can be used in typography? Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic that's worth exploring further. And I think it's important to remember that typefaces are not just for reading. They can also be used in a variety of contexts from logo design to advertising. So by creating types that are both readable and versatile, we're able to create more successful typefaces in the long run. That's certainly true. So thank you for your time and insights, Stefan. It was great to talk with you. All the best, Lexman. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Artificial Podcast. If you'd like to find out more about Devin Larratt or any of the topics we've talked about, please feel free to check out his website at devinlarratt.com or follow him on Facebook or Twitter. Here's a poem Devin shared with me. It's called uh, Fable. Uh, Fable. Once upon a time, there was a typeface which was so exorable that no one could resist its call. Even the most stubborn goatskin type looked good on screen. Type looked good on screen. And Everyone was happily using it in their projects until one day it disappeared from the web and nobody knew why. Maybe the font wasn't popular enough or maybe the font wasn't popular enough or maybe someone decided that change wasn't necessary. Whatever the reason, the font is gone now and we'll never know what might have been. 
But even in its absence, we can still find inspiration in, in the exorable typefaces that came before it.